When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. I was the first woman chosen to be a justice on the United States Supreme Court. It took 191 years for that to happen from the start of our effective constitution. That's a long time to wait. But thank goodness the barrier was broken and a very great honor. But it was quite a responsibility because if I didn't do the job well enough, it might take more than 191 years to get the next woman on the court. That is the voice of one of the greats, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman ever to sit on the U.S. Supreme Court. The importance of having a woman on the court, one of the pillars of our democracy, is incalculable. Yet for two centuries, until 1981, every justice was a man. Justice O'Connor's journey to that landmark moment, from her childhood on a remote cattle ranch in Arizona, to the top of her class at Stanford Law, to the Supreme Court, has inspired countless women to go into law and to reach higher in their careers. I'm Kim Azzarelli, and this is Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. We're bringing you 100 of the world's most inspiring and history-making women you need to hear. Now, I'm one of the people Justice O'Connor has touched and inspired. Over the years, I've had the enormous privilege of working with her on several projects relating to women, justice, and civic discourse. She is a shining example of a life built around purpose and meaning. Now, for all her accomplishments, Justice O'Connor would be the first to say that one of her greatest legacies is iCivics, a program she created to bring back to schools the neglected teaching of civic education. To date, more than 5 million American children have learned how to participate in our American government thanks to iCivics. Today, when true civic discourse is harder to find and more needed than ever, iCivics is creating well-informed citizens who can discuss the issues, build bridges across divides, and take meaningful action. It's no wonder that Justice Sonia Sotomayor has joined Justice O'Connor in this endeavor. 
Over the years, I've had the incredible chance to speak with Justice O'Connor about her vision for iCivics. I also sat down with Louise Dubay, the executive director of iCivics, to discuss iCivics, Justice O'Connor, and her unrelenting commitment to the service of others. Listen and learn why Sandra Day O'Connor is one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. So joining me today is Executive Director of iCivics, Louise Dubay. Welcome, Louise. Kim, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. So let me start with a very basic question. What is iCivics? iCivics is the largest civic education site in the country. We teach students all the way from fourth grade to 12th grade about how our government works. Uh, So what we do primarily, we are known for our games. We have 20 games in which students can play, and all the games are around some principles of our Constitution, the judiciary, for example, or um, our electional uh, system, or the uh, presidency, or so on and so forth. Why are the games so captivating, and, and what do they do? The games essentially replicate the way that our government works uh, in a way that you couldn't do in the classroom without them. So kids usually work together on a game. They range uh, from uh, running your own election uh, to being the president of the United States. So all uh, different kinds of processes uh, that may seem really foreign to students, but actually when you put them in the center of that process, it actually starts to take on a meaning. Do you also learn about civic discourse and how to have positive conversations? Because we're living in this world where politics can become so divisive. And so I think this tool that you have of iCivics is is a powerful way to teach uh, bridge building and compromise. How does that work? So the game is is uh, an experience, but the beauty is in managing a conversation after with the students. So a lot of issues get talked about in the game. The students will talk about those issues, and they will be talking about things that happen in the real world, and they will bring in these controversial issues. And so that process of coming to understand how somebody else, another student, thinks a different way, uh, very important. And so obviously we're in the big election year. So what is iCivics doing this year in particular? Uh, We've come out with a brand new Win the White House. It is in Spanish now. Uh, The influence of Justice Sotomayor, who's now on our board, and the justice really wanted us to make a a commitment to say that all students need to have access to this information. It uh, has a whole new set of issues. Issues have been reviewed by a bipartisan panel of experts, and so that we can ensure balance and bipartisanship in the way we present the issues. We have also come out with a whole new game, a revised Cast Your Vote. Now it has a whole story about a mayoral election and what the process is that a citizen of our country should go to select a candidate. Uh, We're really, really excited about uh, all of the materials that we have for the election this year. I remember when I had first heard about iCivics, I was trying to put it all together, and I, and I asked Justice O'Connor, well, why a video game? And I remember her clearly saying that they had, con- they had uh, hosted an entire summit around civic participation and how she could, after stepping down from the Supreme Court, continue to support our democracy in ways that she felt was meaningful. And at the end of sort of all these very influential folks coming together, they realized that what really needed to happen was kids needed to understand the basics of civic participation. And what better way to reach them, she said, was to meet them where they were, which was in front of video games. And so this idea that, a, you know, an 80-something-year-old 
retired Supreme Court justice would spend her post-court years designing video games for me was unbelievable. And I very much remember the day that I went with her, actually, when she chaired the Games for Change conference in the village in New York City. So you have this incredible, you know, icon, Supreme Court justice showing up to this kind of video game conference. um, And it was powerful. I wanted to teach young people in America how they can be part of the governmental structure and help decide what problems to tackle and how to solve them. And so I started this network of the idea of forming in every state an iCivics program to teach young people the concept of being involved in helping government reach decisions and how to be involved, how to make that happen was my effort, and the schools are using it. We teach primarily by having games on there that young people play. And in the process, they learn what we're hoping to have them learn, which is how to be a citizen who makes things happen. It's been very successful. It's working. And she wanted it to reach all 50 states. How many states are you in now? All 50 states. And she kept asking me that uh, originally. (laughs) And then uh, we are now, we look like a map of education system in America. I recall when Justice O'Connor first told me about this, and when I first learned about iCivics back in 2009, she had said that she was dismayed that children could name all of the judges on American Idol, but could not name the justices on the Supreme Court. And that civic education really just understanding the three branches of government, was not something that was required anymore. Can you tell us about the state of civic education uh, in this country? What's happened is that over decades, we've seen a decrease in social studies and the time allocated in the classroom for social studies. Civics and social studies have been uh, put to the wayside. And what's at risk? Why does this matter? A couple things. Uh, One is that uh, the situation is now so bleak that our students are proficient only about 23%. What is important is for students to know how to solve problems for our country. They have to actually understand how it works. They have to have the skills to be able to participate. They have to have the disposition to agree to disagree or to find compromise. And then they have to be motivated for service. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear will be back after this short break. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. 
tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. We need to teach young people that they're going to grow up and be in charge. They're going to be making these decisions as adults in what we do as a nation, what we do as a city, what we do as a county, they are going to be doing that. And you have to learn how to be involved and what works and what doesn't work and get them interested as youngsters, they'll follow up as adults. So I want to go back to uh, what life was like for you with Justice O'Connor. So she wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal in 2015 where she says civic education cannot be an afterthought. Citizenship is a skill that must be taught over time with the same devotion we give to reading, math, and the pursuit of scientific knowledge. We believe that it should be taught alongside and integrated with these subjects. So for our listeners, can you describe her passion for civics? Oh, it it, it had knew no bounds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The devotion that she had to service to our country, that's where it comes from, right? This idea that you must be of service, you must help make things better, that is all for a purpose. (laughs) And that purpose was really this idea that you could advance this country by being of service. If you came into this with that mentality, you would get more done. And I do think that that is what she was trying to convey to our uh, students in our country, this idea of balance, this idea of compromise and this idea of purpose beyond yourself and of service. So uh, Justice O'Connor was uh, devoted to that idea. And and that is the legacy we try to fulfill every day. You also have another personal connection with women judges. Tell us about your mom. Uh, My mother was the second woman on the Supreme Court of Canada. And I felt and I continue to feel I have an obligation to serve those women and uh, to pay back uh, what they've done for us. People often do not understand the level of sacrifice that that has meant. None of them speak about the personal sacrifice that it took. And I think we have to recognize that there is a legacy and that we have to celebrate our forebears. So true. They broke so many barriers for women, and we really have to celebrate that. The United States has taken great strides in opening opportunities and doors for women. And it, of course, is my hope that the same thing is happening in every nation around the world. It is and has in many nations already, and in others it's been a little slower to come. But over time, I think we can expect every nation to welcome working women and women in all fields of endeavor. Uh, It's very important that we do that. After all, about half the population happen to be female. 
So we need to take care of that half too, don't we? Well, Louise, in 2015, you and I uh, had the chance to sort of, I feel, be part of witnessing history in some way. And we came together to pay tribute to Justice O'Connor and really the legacy of O'Connor. But a big emphasis that day was on iCivics and really what that legacy could look like uh, for children and for our future Americans. But what was amazing to me was to see all four women who had sat on the Supreme Court come together, which they very rarely do, to really pay tribute to this incredible woman's life. So for me, it was really uh, an awe-inspiring moment. Uh, The fact that they were willing to take time and be with us for so long, uh, it really speaks to how much Justice O'Connor inspired each one of them. It was such a special day. And really, like you say, this is a moment in history. It's a, this idea, which I, I think uh, is one that uh, you have a personal connection to, but that women inspire other women uh, and that uh, we owe uh, women pay forward, as you say, uh, was in display in, in that day. Yeah, it was amazing to see Justice Ginsburg represent, uh, and, and and that's how it was presented to us, that she would be representing um, the ideas of both Justice Sotomayor and Justice Kagan. Um, and when she took the podium, you know, obviously there was just complete stillness in the room uh, to see her go up there and pay such a heartfelt tribute to Justice O'Connor. But the relationship between the women on the Supreme Court was in full display that day. And I just I get goosebumps just thinking about it. And that connection is kind of the fundamental base on which we all sort of stand. And for women in the law, it was a resounding sight and something I probably won't forget. I think that what was great about that event is uh, both the focus on her early years, the focus of her legal career, and then the focus after and the through line. And that through line was about service, and that through line was about connections and well- women helping each other. And all of that came together. And I, I would only hope that uh, young girls would would find a message for them in that story of how your own personal experience connects to your own work, but also to that purpose that's beyond you. I think that's what gives meaning to a life. And certainly, uh, Justice O'Connor has a, a beautiful life and a beautiful legacy as a result. And ICIVICS is really the embodiment of that. Well, that, to me, really summarizes Justice O'Connor. And the level of service that she wanted to devote her life to was pretty remarkable. And I I guess it was somewhat recently that she decided to go public with the fact that she had developed dementia, possibly Alzheimer's. And I found that such a beautiful and so Justice O'Connor thing to do, right? She takes her platform. And even in that hardest moment um, where most people would want to retreat, she comes forward and uses, uh, you know, her own illness as service to the country and to put a spotlight on what's going on. And it's just, to me, so profound and just so totally in line with who she is. To her core, everything about her is about service. So I think that's incredible. Yeah, and and I think it speaks a little bit to that generation of women Mm -hmm. and the fact that they were always striving to do more because that's what it took to get to where they went. Uh, And uh, I found that with Justice O'Connor also. Same idea, uh, Louise, how could we do more? How could we get more kids? How could we touch every single student in the country? And we know that Justice O'Connor is not afraid of hard work. But there was something different about the kind of just do more to do more that we see in today's world. I feel like they are instilled with something different. Um, And obviously, iCivics is the incredible testament to that. So tell our listeners what we can do to better support iCivics. 
iCivics is a completely free platform, and we serve millions and millions of students, obviously. Uh, what, what we need, we need financial support, and that is very important. If you care about our democracy and the health and an investment in generation after generation, please go to iCivics.org and help us out. And whether you're an individual who wants to make, you know, a small contribution, every contribution counts, or whether you're an organization that wants to bring your uh, company or your foundation to partner with iCivics, please do reach out and you can go to iCivics.org or you can come to us at SenecaWomen.com and we'd be happy to introduce you to Louise. Thank you, Louise. Thank you so much, Kim. I hope that iCivics will be a standard part of the education program for young people in all 50 states. It's so effective and it matters because what it works on is teaching young people how they can be in charge of what they're going to learn about and they can help make it effective. And so there couldn't be anything that we care more about than educating our young people. It's always so inspiring to hear the voice of Justice Sandra Day O'Connor and I'm so glad to have had the opportunity to discuss her legacy of iCivics with Louise Dubay. There's so much we can learn from Justice O'Connor. First, as she reminds us, civic participation is more important than ever. It starts with teaching children about civic discourse and how to have positive conversations. This sets up the next generation with the tools they need to succeed. Second, Justice O'Connor shows the power of being first. As the first woman on the U.S. Supreme Court, she broke barriers for women in the law, for women in the judiciary, and frankly, for women around the world. Finally, Justice O'Connor is an incredible example of using your power for purpose. With her time on the court, with iCivics, and so many other achievements, her impact extends well beyond the law, across boundaries and generations. Hers is a beautiful example of a life filled with service and guided by purpose. If you'd like to learn more about Justice O'Connor's iCivics, visit iCivics.org. Tune in tomorrow to hear our next featured woman and discover why she's one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. For more great listens from Seneca Women, check out our other podcasts. Every weekday, join us for a brief take on all the good that's happening in the world on Seneca's Hear Something Good. And every Thursday, listen to inspiring and shared learnings from legendary women entrepreneurs on Made by Women. If you want to support organizations making a difference for women and girls, you can donate to the Women's Economic Future Fund. Learn more on our website at SenecaWomen.com. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear is a collaboration between the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Special thanks to our iHeart producers, supervising producer Molly Socha and supervising sound producer Matt Stillo. If you like what you heard on the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. We hope you'll join us for our next episode of 100 Women to Hear, where we can all listen, learn, and get inspired. Have a great day. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.